0: This is Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Education Matters. I'm Katie Olmstead, part of the communications team for the Ohio Education Association, which represents about 120,000 K-12 teachers, education support professionals, and higher ed faculty members in the state. So much of our conversation over this past year has been about health. How to keep our school communities safe as COVID-19 cases climbed. How to address the needs for masking, social distancing, and sanitization to keep the virus from spreading when students return to the classroom. But throughout this whole pandemic, a dedicated group of educators has been working hard to make sure their peers can stay well mentally. They formed the OEA Wellness Cadre and launched Wellness Wednesdays for OEA members across the state. We sat down with Andrew Smith, a school social worker in Sheffield Lake City Schools in Lorain County, who has been serving as the chair of the Wellness Cadre to learn more. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us and taking the time. Let's start with the basics on this one. What is the OEA Wellness Cadre? What are Wellness Wednesdays? Hey,
1: thanks for having me, uh, Katie. The uh, OEA Wellness Cadre is a group of OEA members who represent a variety of uh, membership groups in the OEA, specifically wraparound service personnel. And those are school counselors, school social workers, school psychologists, and school nurses. We also have um, teacher representatives and ESP representatives on the cadre as well. Uh, it's designed, you know, the cadre is really formed out of the pandemic. It was early on in the pandemic. There was a need, or there was a concern that um, we were having met. We were going to have members, you know, across the state who were going to die from uh, COVID-19 or have family members, spouses, partners who, um, you know, die from COVID. And what could we do as an organization with uh, the professionals you know, that specific wraparound service personnel who are members. These are the experts. These are the people in our membership who really know how we provide good mental health wellness and mental health supports um, for people. And so we, we devised uh, early on that this would be a um, kind of a cadre that would uh, be able to resource link people with um, you know resources for mental wellness or support and then it would also provide um you know support to members you know people who were in their membership or adjacent locals and things like that who um you know were suffering because of uh, you know the pandemic
0: and part of that effort is this ongoing wellness wednesdays campaign what's that been like wellness
1: wednesdays is um kind of a project that kind of came out of the uh, the wellness cadre and it's designed to really kind of twofold: uh, provide um, may there some strategies, coping skills, mental health support, mental wellness uh, skills, resource identification for members. Not specific to our social workers or our psychologists and counselors. We're talking about you know our ESPs, our teacher members, our higher ed members. What can we do in order to you know, provide them some professional knowledge that they could use for their personal life. It also provided an outlet because we know that we are hearing a lot about self-care and staying in balance. And we have to to provide opportunities to connect with one another because we have really detached as a society. So how can we reconnect even if it's virtually? So we've offered um, fun events, where um we've done a virtual sip and paint whether it's uh you know beverage of your choice mocktail or whatever and um you know we did a you know painting project or um, you know we're hosting kind of a disco party at the end of may so the last wednesday of this month um you know please check out for that disco party it's really an opportunity for us to kind of decompress and really provide some opportunities for our members to, um, you know, focus on themselves.
0: How has this changed over the course of the pandemic? You know, it's, it's been a very hard year, but there have been so many ups and downs, that roller coaster where we feel like we're out of the woods. We're not out of the woods. We feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's not light at the end of the tunnel. Disco party to me says light at the end of the tunnel. We're, we're back in a happier place. Have you seen that? Have you felt that?
1: I think the disco party, the light at the end of the tunnel is, you know, we have survived a school year and this is a celebration of uh, a chapter. So I think we're looking forward to it. You you can stop in. It's going to be kind of an open event. So we hope that you can zoom on in. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have some trivia. Um, If you can spend five minutes, fantastic. You can spend an hour. You know, those are some choice. And you know we understand that this pandemic is has twists and turns, but there are some need for celebrations. We have made, um, as OEA members, we have made have made sacrifices to support students and support our communities. And, um, you know, we're on the tip of a social emotional iceberg, both staff and students. And so we really need to focus on um, some aspects of ourselves, give ourselves permission in order to, you know, relax and give permission for, um, you know, it's not all going to get done, that we have to balance these things in life. So the disco part is really about celebration. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, I think there is. You know, we're seeing that. We're seeing Uh, The loosening of, you know, various restrictions and more traditional activities while being cautious and so forth. While that is a definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. We're unsure of what the surge looks like in terms of mental wellness. So we always wanna be educating people about that, whether it's our members or our students or our families, um, but these are real issues. And these things like the kind of lunar cycle, they wax and wane, you know, based on a number a number of different stressors. So I think it's it, it is about various chapters.
0: It's been waxing and waning. What are you hearing? And what is your big message as we go through all of these different emotions?
1: It can't be uh, an all or nothing approach. I think, you know, educators are competitive. They want to do what's best. But we're really seeing um, people have to be mindful of their own uh, capacity. You know, I talk about uh, a balloon, you know, for filling that balloon, whether it's with air or water. There is a capacity, you know, we can't just add a whole bunch of other 15 minute things or another event, we have to stay balanced. And so I think educators, I think people struggle with that. And I think that they think they have to always be the superheroes. And I think it's, I think we wanna, we wanna make the message to, um, you know, our members and our educators that um, if you cannot take care of yourself, You are going to be at a limited capacity to help others. And so if you're driven to be an other-centered person, um, we have to stay balanced. And so looking at yourself, seeing what things can take priority. And these things do not have to be definite. They do not have to be always this. All right, we can schedule. We can compartmentalize. Um, I'm encouraging people who come into the office that, that we are using task lists um, in order to kind of have those executive functioning of time management and what things do I need to do rather than using um, their cell phone um, to because we get distracted by notifications and text messages on Facebook and Facebook and Twitter and all those things that we go back to paper and pencil for a task list that we can keep with us. Uh, it helps organize us. Um, I've seen a lot of success with that. So that is something that um, I think we need to continue to educate our people, you know, educate them about the importance of good coping strategies, uh, the importance of good kind of effect, uh, executive functioning uh, and organizational strategies. And I think it's important for um, us to you begin to reconnect. You know, Early on in the pandemic, we were reconnecting emotionally with people, reaching out to them. And like those things cycle through, and so I would encourage people to really reach, you know, reach out and connect with somebody maybe they haven't talked with um, in a while, maybe it was uh, since the beginning of the pandemic or so forth. I think all of those are good, healthy relationship and coping skills that, that are in people's minds. Um, and they know that, but they just need to be reminded that, um, you know, those are good things.
0: Do you think they need to be given permission to some extent to take care of themselves you mentioned other centered people. That sounds like most teachers I know. They're very much about other people.
1: Yeah. And that really goes in with, uh, you know, that I have to be the strongest and I have to be the best and we have to have the best uh, academic success and we have to do all of these things. And my children at, at my house are also learning remotely. And I have all these additional stressors and, you know, my uh, spouse or partner, um, you know, their job has been affected. And so there's lots of complicated factors and um, it's okay to put up limits. And I always prefer, um, I prefer to use the word limits. Many people use the word boundaries, but you know, boundaries sound very rigid and strong, whereas and limits have the ability to move, okay? Based on the situation. So all in flow, all in uh, balance. That's really, you know, and so that's kind of a key word that we continue to use. So give yourself permission to do something for yourself. Um, give yourself permission to, um you know, kind of close out, you know, the world, so to speak, for five minutes. We're not talking about a two hour period of time. If you have that ability, awesome. I love it. Take it. You know, but if you're a very busy lifestyle, you know, five or 10 minutes. Sometimes people can use a a one-minute mindfulness app. There are various mindfulness apps out there.
0: Have you set limits in your own life to take care of yourself? Sometimes we don't necessarily practice what we preach.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, uh, something that I have really worked on in my own life, and that is uh, instant reply to a text message. Um, You know, where you know we kind of live in a in a culture. Uh, where, hey, we sent that message in, hey, within one minute, I better get a response. And so I'm trying to put up limits with, hey, you know I can get back to you in you know 24 hours. And I don't say that, but it just happens. And so the person on the other end does not, um, they know, hey, Andrew will get back to me, but it's not gonna be in the next 60 seconds.
0: What happens when we don't set these limits? I spent the last 10 years as a journalist No limits whatsoever. 24 hours a day I was on and I burnt out. I burnt out really badly.
1: Absolutely. And um, I'm a local president. I'm the local president here in Sheffield, Sheffield Lake. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about um, summer remediation and summer instruction and, you know, finding that teachers are burnt out, that they are exhausted. And while conceptually, They uh, may agree or they know internally that they would like to do some sort of project or or event that they're at their capacity and they're exhausted. And I think those are the things that we see. We see burnout. We see a shortened fuse. We see our relationships that are, um, you know, impaired. You know, our relationships that are strained. And so I, I think that that's kind of the collateral effect to overcapacity.
0: And then, of course, when you are strained like that, you have mentioned you don't have the capacity to help your kids who are going through the same thing, dealing with the same sort of strain on all ends. You know, educators are always thinking about their students. What would you want them to know right now?
1: That if you're you know if you're struggling, and you feel like you're having more bad days than good, that maybe you could consider working with a with a professional, um, whether it's a clinical social worker or a clinical counselor, uh, sometimes a psychologist. Um, really, had the idea of uh, you know a life coach. You know, people spend thousands of dollars a year on personal trainers for their body. We need to do the same with counseling for our minds. Um, you know, school districts, you know, every school district should have uh, access to an employee assistance program called an EAP. Um, you check with your, uh, you know, your central office or human resources department. But those things are available. Typically how it works: work is to call in the 800 number. Um, you get uh, connected with a, you know, licensed counselor in your area, you typically get in between four and six uh, free sessions that are complimentary. And these are uh, HIPAA protected. So your employer does not see who uses the service. Um, they are you know, typically counselors of your choice, or they connect you with people with your specific issue. So there's a lot of latitude. And these are complimentary. These are complimentary services that your district most likely already has. That they're required by law to have if they have a certain number of employees. So, using that um, as a resource, you know, we have there's a uh, national crisis text line, 741 741 for hope. That's the number four H O P E. For hope is actually the kind of the filter that says Ohio. And so, it's a national system, it is um, well operated, it is strong, and your crisis is there a crisis? So the use of a crisis text line does not mean I am, you know, full max suicidal, or I am at high risk. If, if you are those things, yes, please continue to use, you know, emergency services. But if, you know, it's you're having a rough day, or you're struggling with, um, you know, stuff that is really piling on, you know, that 741-741, that's the, the phone number you text For hope to that. Um, There's no cost for that. And these are services that I encourage people to try because we hear about these services, but dial the number, you know, and talk with somebody um, just say, hey, I'm just seeing if this is legit, if this really works. Um, Those agencies and those organizations like that interaction. They like to be able to spread the good word um, of the things that they're doing.
0: And of course, another resource is the Wellness Wednesday campaign. Who are you hoping- will come and be part of that and how are we getting the word out about it
1: it, it is an ongoing ongoing efforts um, our you know our last event for this school year is uh the end of this month like i had said and um the wellness cadre is going to meet in the summertime and we're going to begin planning our calendar for you know the following year probably starting late in the late summer uh really kind of come over a diverse amount of activities that you know OEA members that everyone can use for their personal life, whether it's strategies, coping skills, techniques, fun things to do, a variety of things. And these things are organized by our own OEA members who are wraparound service personnel, our our great school counselors, social workers, psychologists, and nurses.
0: Those experts right in our ranks. Mm -hmm. I know this year we've been so focused on COVID as the crisis, whether COVID is still the the main focus of next year or not, are these ongoing needs for educators?
1: I think that the pandemic has really brought to light the critical importance of mental health support, mental wellness, knowing strategies that work for you, knowing the strategies that don't work, having a toolbox of techniques or resources or people in our in our support network. Who are the people in our in our career day, in our in our workplace? Who are the people in our personal lives? Maybe they are family members. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're people who, these are the people who I don't have to dump my you know deepest, darkest secrets out, but I can connect this with people to say, hey man. I'm having, you know, some struggles with this or, hey, what do you think about this? Or just simply to engage and have a conversation. Connectivity to others is something that we're going to have to work over the next year to restore.
0: And I am very grateful for this opportunity to have connected with you today. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise.
1: Katie, I appreciate that very much. We are on the tip of a social emotional iceberg here for student and staff. And uh, I'm excited for the work that the OEA Wellness Cadre is doing in order to really highlight, showcase, you know, our professional skills as educators. We are, you know, trained differently. And so I'm very excited that we're able to really work with all members in order to support them. And if you're interested, like if you're a school counselor, psychologist, nurse, social worker... Teacher who has an interest, ESP member who has an interest in behavioral health or working with um, high-risk students, I would encourage you um, to, you know, reach out to us. You know, connect with us. We, we'd love to have you join join the uh, OEA Wellness cadre. You can contact your um, local president through the labor relations consultant. They get connected to us, and we'll, you know, we'd love you to love to have you join us. Thank you.
0: Wellness Wednesday events are open to all OEA members, and you can find the registration link for the De-Stress Disco Wellness Wednesday in the episode notes for this podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button while you're there so you don't miss an episode in the future. You can email us your thoughts on this podcast at educationmatters@ohea.org, and you can connect with OEA anytime on social media. Our handle is at Ohio EA on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Until next time, stay well.